And I think you'll have a little intro cooked up for us. Okay, okay. A little little soft intro, you say? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you such a fucking heathen? And I made a PDF so you guys couldn't edit it and put dicks on (laughs) it. Alright, the levels are looking good. (laughs) I mean, for me internally, how I'd like to start today with a quote. Mm. Famous quote. Jesus. By a true patriot. Abraham Lincoln once said, "Hail Hydra! If I, if you are a racist, I will attack you with the North." I think that's words we can all live by. <laughs> As the <laughs> Canadian beer. Welcome to the show. I'm Link. As always and forever, I'm joined by Andrew and Arya. Hello. Because uh, none of us have any other friends. I thought I was That's on true. like a three-show deal, and then I was going to be able to go solo. <laughs> well, we're only no, show was... two, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, you didn't read the yeah. fine print yeah. of that contract yeah. or the contract at all, because yeah. there was never any contract. I've got some. We got some toilet paper that we can yeah. write pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, okay, so I am drinking uh, whiskey straight. As you should. A- anybody else? Where, where are you yeah. guys drinking? Uh, yeah, that's good. I got yeah. the I mean, same, same in my glass is uh, whiskey straight. I'm drinking, out of a, bourbon. I'm drinking out of a Batman mug, if that, oh, funny. If that I'm paints a pair. out of a Superman mug. Oh! Let me just say, where's, yeah. your, uh, where's your mug? I don't have my Robin mug today. <laughs> uh, let me just say that you guys are a couple of hosers. Uh, I'm drinking a fine Canadian beverage, the uh, Labat Blue Pilsner. Oh, which, wow. which I opened with a game-used hockey puck from the NHL. Oh yeah. Well, that part's pretty cool. Yeah, that that's crazy. that's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was all part of my grand birthday gift from the weekend. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Happy, from, happy from, us. Day, from, yeah, from us. From us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. my only friends oh. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think that I think we've covered uh, what we're getting hammered on this evening. Uh, which brings us to our introductory section, Ploy Pass. You got no? something to say. I mean, I, know, I, seem, I guess ready. the guns you are high. Ready. All right, it's like, uh, yeah, I like so this. We'll, it's like a game show. We'll start with uh, Marvel for Polar Pass. Going to Andrew. All right, all right. Hold uh, on, hold on. Oh, okay. I almost said. Did you notice this week is? Uh, don't don't spoil anything from Polar Pass. You shut your mouth. Oh my gosh, it's an alphabetical. Order. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, you the reason a lot of work it's an alphabetical order is because I just copy and pasted it from the Big Planet newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this from location. This is straight from it. This time I didn't do it. Very little legwork was done this week. I just copy and paste. So, so you did less work and it's better. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Just to clarify. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, let's roll straight in. Shot. Let's roll straight in. Andrew, Polar Pass, Marvel. Avengers number three. Um, pull, pull. Okay. I'm, I'm on board now. Okay. Why? Uh, Kang the Conqueror, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, I can tell you if you haven't read it, he's been murdered in this. <laughs> oh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> Captain America, Sam Wilson, number seventeen. Pass. Champions number four. A pro- a pass. <laughs> Deadpool the Duck. Number one. Oh, it was a pass until you said that last part. So <laughs> the duck? number one. Simple. <laughs> uh, Deadpool too soon. Pass. Yep. Hawkeye number two. Pull. Uh, this, you're probably on board for. But Marvel Universe Avengers Ultron Revolution number seven. Uh, I think I blacked out halfway through that. <laughs> <laughs> pass, pass. Moon Knight number ten. Pass. Nova now. number two. Um, let's do pool. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see what happens with Richard Ryder. Yep. Old Man Logan, number 16. I'm going to say pool as well. I'm, I'm coming around on this uh, title. Scarlet Witch, number 14. Uh, pass. Slapstick, number two. Uh, but the Canadian me says pool because I feel like it's copyrighted, <laughs> but I have no idea what it is, so pass. Probably comedy. Uh, that's Slapstick is actually from Deadpool's uh, Mercs for Money. Hmm. It's terrible. Pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll, I'll help you out. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2099, number 19. Pass. Unstoppable Wasp, number one. Uh, pool, not only because it's a number one, but I think it was pretty cool. So, pool. Cool. Unworthy Thor, number three. Eh, definitely a pool. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. Avengers, number one. Only because it's number one, I think the resale value of this will be about... 
negative dollars. So, <laughs> Something uh, to keep the fires warm yeah, this one. Yeah, uh, uh, the title, so, and she's Canadian, so I'm not sure how she fits in. Okay. Pass, oh, wow, pass. okay. All right, so that sums up uh, Marvel, which brings us to Aria with DC. Pull or pass. We'll start with Aquaman number 14. Pull. Batman number 14. Pull. Cyborg number 8. Uh, you know, I passed the last couple weeks, and I'm going to continue to pass on this one. Okay. DC Comics Bombshells number 21. Pass. Death of Hawkman number 4. Pull. Ever After from the Pages of Fables number 5. <laughs> Didn't know about the other four, so pass. <laughs> All right. Fall and Rise of Captain Adam number 1. It is a number 1, so go ahead and pull it. Okay. Flintstones number 7. Is that pass. him? <laughs> Bonnie Rubble? Uh, Green Arrow number 14 Definitely pull Green Lanterns number 14 Getting better I pulled it Ah, Unbelievable This Phantom Ring is pretty cool Uh, I don't know what you're talking about Because I passed every (laughs) issue But uh, And the ones I didn't Are stoking the fire right now Harley Quinn number 11 Pass Injustice Ground Zero number 3 Pass Justice League number 12 Pull Justice League of America The Atom Rebirth Number 1 Holy uh, a number one pull. That is a lengthy title. <laughs> Justice League Suicide Squad number three. Pull. Midnighter and Apollo number four. Pass. Nightwing number 12. Pull. There's Nightwing. S- Superman number 14. Pull. Okay. That uh, that sums up Puller Pass, yeah. which brings us to... Uh, good, job. Our, good job, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, hey, strong, strong, strong showing, everyone. Strong, strong showing. We, we got through the first part. Yeah, I think we, we survived the first part. Nobody's passed out yet. It's only so. downhill from here. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, that brings us to Pick of the Weeks, which is going to be a little different this time from yeah. episode one. We each have our own pick uh, that we believe is strong, personal favorites, uh, but this week we're going to spend a little bit less time talking about the individual issues and a little bit more time with a winner of the week that we will all go in depth on. So we're going to yeah. talk. We're going to touch on about four comics. Uh, we're going to start with our personal picks and then run to the winner of the week. And I think that's what we're looking to do here on out. Yeah. So, Arya, you want to sure. start us off? Absolutely. Uh, DC had a pretty heavy hitting week this week, uh, so it was kind of hard choosing. Just one, but Justice League vs. Suicide Squad number three um, was my pick for the week. Uh, this is the first uh, big event for the rebirth um, of DC, and it's started off with a bang. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Justice League vs. Suicide Squad number one came out where we saw um, the Justice League and the current Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Killer Croc, uh, Killer Frost made an appearance, uh, Deadshot... Uh, Harley and um, the Enchantress uh, were on an island on their mission, and then the Suicide Squad caught wind of it. Or no, I'm sorry, Justice League caught wind of it because Batman is the greatest detective ever. I was like, oh, I so found. I, heard. <laughs> <laughs> I found all these uh, files, um, and Amanda Waller's been up to no good. So they go to stop Classic. them. Classic. Um, but what you don't see in the background is another team breaking into uh, a prison. Uh, called the Catacombs, where they unleash a force that just, like, destroys all the guards one by one getting murdered. All you see are, like, flashes of green light, some purple, some fire here and there, uh, and they break out. Um, Killer Frost ends up besting the Justice League. I guess she's the the tide-turner in that fight By herself? Kind of, yeah. Um, So everybody kind of pairs off, and they, they split up into their own fighting Superman versus the Enchantress. You know, he's weak against magic, so all that. True, true. Um, so balances out. Yeah, exactly. Who does Wonder Woman fight? Wonder Woman fights Harley Quinn. Uh, uh, and by fight, I mean uh-huh, kind of uh-huh. just chases her. Okay. okay. Uh, then Harley Quinn, Ooh. like, suicide dive bombs her with a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. one weakness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Motor vehicles. Yeah. Uh, then it's just Wonder Woman emerging from the flames with Harley Quinn on her back. Kind of like, well, cock a doodle do, I guess. Uh, Killer Croc versus Aquaman was pretty cool. You get oh, to see Croc, nice like, rip uh, Great White Shark. They're both sea creatures. Holy uh, smokes. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. But then Aquaman just kind of... New punches, punches him in the face. Yeah, yeah okay. just nails him in the face. Knocks him out. Um, Gave him the old cat. Killer Frost. <laughs> <laughs> the reason Killer Frost ends up winning is because uh, Enchantress weakens Superman where he just gets knocked down. And Killer Frost can absorb life force. I guess that's what keeps her going after um, she was turned into Killer Frost. 
And she ends up absorbing Superman's power because he's powered by the sun, so he's effectively like this just giant power battery. And she just freezes everything. Hmm. Kind of like May in Overwatch, who I hate. Uh, <laughs> Sponsored by Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you wish. But anyway, the, yeah, that's the, true. That's very true. The Justice League gets captured, and, and I apologize if I didn't clarify this. These are all the events leading up to uh, Justice League vs. Suicide Squad 3. But um, they get captured, and then Amanda Waller uh, tells them that really the driving force behind all this was uh, Max Lord. Who oh, is no. At the center of a lot of <laughs> DC's <laughs> events. Uh, for example, and most notably, The Infinite Crisis. Um, I saw him on Supergirl, the TV show. He is featured in Supergirl. Sponsored yeah. by the CW. Sponsored no, that's true. So... <laughs> true. Uh, it was very bad. Yeah, I made it through. pretty awful. Like one episode. It's tough. It's tough to get behind. But anyway, back to the comic. Um, she explains that he's gathered together a, a group of highly powered individuals and... Uh, Basically, who does she have? She has... Uh... Harley Quinn? No, 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 not Harley Quinn, not Harley <laughs> Quinn. Uh, let me see if I can gather all the names just for accuracy. So she has the Emerald Empress, who has this like green floating little eye with her, and they say it like resembles uh, the Green Lantern-type powers, but mm. I don't know if she's talking about like Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns, or that one offshoot Green Lantern guy that just works that, like, with magic. That, yeah, 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 like, magic. Yeah, magic. Who I think we touched on last yeah, episode we did, in we did. some he's, sort of rant. He's pretty okay. Uh, Johnny Sorrow, who used to be an actor, but now he does this thing where like if he takes off his mask, everybody that sees him dies. Johnny Bravo? <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, when he takes off his sunglasses. Hair, way worse hair. No, 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 he's, he's, he has a mask. Oh. Oh, you mean Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Uh, Rustam, who's actually named after a Persian... Uh, Prince, but he has a scimitar wow. made of fire, and the more he can cut through anything, it's pretty sweet. Oh, that's not so bad. Uh, Lobo. Oh, who, I know Lobo. Yeah, Lobo. Yeah, big bounty hunter, big bounty hunter, super strong. He's squared off cool. with Superman a few times. Yeah, very, very cool character. Um, I like that we're going to be seeing more of him. Um, All right. But we'll see where that goes. And then, what is it, Professor or Dr. Neutron? Basically, DC's version Jimmy of Magneto. Jimmy Neutron. Uh, we might as well call him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might as well call him that. Um... What is it? No, Dr. Polaris, I think is his name. Oh. Yeah, Dr. Polaris. Oh, really? And he's, he's kind of looks like Galactus, but with Magneto's oh, powers. Wow. Huh. He's got the whole thing. Okay. He's also purple, so there's that. Okay. Um, Polaris makes sense. Magneto. Magne- yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, he's he's got them all together to, to fight the Justice League. And so this is, that, this yeah. is Waller's new... This is her squad? No, no, no. This is the people that Max Lord got together. Oh, okay. And gotcha, he, gotcha, gotcha. his whole power is he's kind of the. It's not so much mind control as it is as it is persuasion. So when he talks to you and he sort of puts these thoughts in your head, they're actually thoughts that you yourself would have had, but oh. weren't willing to act on. And then you just become like, you're like, well, yeah, you know, that makes sense. You know, he mm. actually has a joke in there. He's like, some would say, I'm just like, yeah, overwhelmingly charming. You kind of reminded me of you. Something linked with Classic me, classic me. But so this this whole thing where she, Waller's talking about how God brought you all together because I'm trying to protect you, and like both the Justice League and the Suicide Squad just like burst out into laughter because they're like, "You're a raging psychopath. You've got bombs <laughs> in these people's heads. You captured us. Like, you're an idiot." Um, so we'll see where that goes. I think it's really, really cool seeing them score off with the Suicide Squad. I did think it was going to be a little one-sided. You had yeah. Captain Boomerang versus The Flash, which ended very quickly. And he was just yeah. like, all right, I'll tell you everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, the um, Enchantress versus Superman, Killer Croc versus Aquaman. Um, yeah. Cool, and cool Batman matchups. versus Deadshot was yeah. pretty cool. Oh, okay. That's yeah, cool. Batman versus so, Deadshot. So I think cool. that, like, my initial hang-up when I heard about this in concept was just the Justice League versus the Suicide Squad. Like, if you consider Captain Boomerang and Harley Quinn, I was just like, like, no chance. This makes no sense. Mm-hmm. This, this will never... It, I'll never be at a point where I have to suspend a reasonable amount of disbelief to get behind this. Yeah. And, and but but what I really liked when I read the first one was like, oh, they they actually end up fighting very briefly, and then you get a sense of this third team that seems far more backed by superpowers. And, and I didn't really know too much about a whole lot of them. I had to Wikipedia who the heck's Maxwell Lord was. <laughs> um, but I thought that was super cool because you, you see that. <laughs> you see the uh, the like the scenes where he's breaking these guys out and he's getting his like like gang together and they're just 
nuking everybody. Like, everyone's blowing up in fire. Everyone's getting just murked left oh, and yeah. right. Um, and so I thought they're really cool as a unified threat, but I haven't seen kind of the, the second or the third issue, so I didn't get a chance to take a look at kind of the... So does, does the Justice League and the Suicide Squad, is the idea is they're designed to come together to battle against this... Like this team of supervillains? Yeah, part of the reason, and you, you see it in the last page of this uh, issue, the reason they call it Justice League versus Suicide Squad outside of the initial conflict between the two forces is actually at the end of it, she calls that group of people that Maxwell Lord has put together the first Suicide Squad. Which, going... You old rope Who wrote this comic? <laughs> Um, they're fired. They're fired. No, they're still very much. <laughs> oh, I think they're employed. Yeah, they, they're, they're doing all right. They're, they're gonna be okay. There more issues uh, coming. I mean, out. you almost you almost know you almost know that that's coming though, right? Because I mean, to your point, Link, like there's no way you can build a six issue Suicide Squad like Justice League versus Suicide Squad heads up is over in uh, in a fight. The only it's one that's really gonna hold any power is like Enchantress. Enchantress, right? Yeah. Right. And I do and like the first the time yeah. they they fly in, they they pretty much neutralize everything immediately. Yeah. Like I think like Superman picks up Flint, who's dead shot out of the sky, I mean, could like yeah. snap uh, in half, could just like knock him it's out. It's because the building was yeah. yeah he's like, but, he was it, but yeah. effectively, he kind of saved him. He could have immediately neutralized him. Like, yeah. so was still saving him. He could have just like knocked him out, or like put him in cuffs or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. like immediately, just on a number standpoint, overwhelming them. Not to mention on a power level wise, overwhelming them. But it's also on a moral standpoint too, because there's a, a point where Deadshot actually says like. We live every day not knowing tomorrow is even there. Like, we're basically just living to get through the day. Yeah. And we know that you guys won't kill, so we have the upper hand. It, but even that, before I mean, the like, fight if starts. you're... It, when you're when yeah, what, what the hell is he going to do with Superman? Like, Superman's <laughs> got him in his arms. Like, sure, Superman's not going to crush him to death. Yeah. Yeah. But all he's got to do is, like... Pull a gun off Flick him in yeah. the head. <laughs> like, break a gun, flick him in the head. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, just knock I'm glad him they, like, they introduced this other threat to, yeah. to kind of legitimize yeah. the whole event. I get why they called it Justice League versus Suicide Squad. I, like they're playing off a big. They're playing yeah, off the yeah, movie, yeah. the two big movie. Like yeah, yeah, I get it, and and I like the direction they took with it. Um, I, I think it gives yeah. it way more traction than yeah. it would be if it was a heads up yeah. fight, like you were saying. Yeah. Like the, sure. it's far more believable the team that they pit against them that this would be a real battle than to say it, it would have just felt very like. Uh, you know, just playing off the movie, like, oh, the movie, let's let's go with that marketing. Yeah. Let's toss out a Justice yeah. League versus Suicide Squad just because that's yeah. something that's going on right now. Sure. Um, sure. If it was a heads-up battle. I'm glad they didn't, didn't take that agreed. Yeah. Approach. I would, yeah, if you guys have time, read up on two and three. I think you'll like it. But that's my pick for the week. Very cool. Very cool. Which brings us to, uh, I believe, Andrew with uh, his pick of the week. Andrew, let's uh, run us through it. What do yeah, you got? so uh, I got for us today a real treat. Uh, Hawkeye, issue number two, is what I've chosen. Uh, Hawkeye issue number one, so at this point, Kate Bishop, Hawkeye's kind of gone into hiding because he... Oh, God, I don't know what he did, really. I mean, I feel he did something awful. Oh, he killed the Hulk, and he just got... Oh, right, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, eight months ago right. in Civil War Two, he yeah. killed Bruce Banner. To be fair, he got a T-shirt, though. Yeah, so, yeah. From, yeah. from Deadpool. From Deadpool. Yep. Uh, he gunned him yeah. down like a dog in the streets. Oh, he sure oh, but, did. But uh, Bishop opened the, the package. <laughs> oh, true, so he didn't even get the T-shirt. Yeah. So, so Kate Bishop has... It, she's gone out to, to uh, Venice Beach, uh, opened her own private detective agency, and she's assumed the mantle of Hawkeye. Uh, but kind of doing her own thing because she, at the end of the Hawkeye run, was his sidekick. So she's just kind of carrying, you know, where she's left off. Mm. Uh, first issue came out of nowhere. It was very, very good. Um, kind of to no surprise, if you guys haven't read that Hawkeye run, that's uh, about like six trades before this, it's it's awesome. Of Clint Barton. Of Clint Barton, yeah. No, it's actually very, yet. very good. So surprisingly, it kind of also came out of nowhere, but. Uh, very good stuff. Um, in this issue, you see her. She's been hired by... She's opened her private detective agency. She's been hired by this college student who says someone's stalking her. Um, the end of the last issue, she thinks she's caught the captor. Uh, she's got this kid from campus who he, she saw taking pictures of this girl. Uh, kind of beats... Like, doesn't beat him up, but like subdues him and like drags him down to the police station. Yeah. Uh, all the while, she's trying to call 
the girl who's hired her. She's like, yo, I've caught the stalker. I've got him at the police station. There's zero chance that they hold him unless you come down and test, like, say, yeah, like, mm. this guy's been causing yeah, me stress. Yeah. Like, there's, like, we don't have a case here. In fact, they're probably going to look at me like I'm crazy because I beat this guy up and dragged him in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so under, under, understand. I really what, love for you to get down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so she's desperately trying to reach this girl named Mika. She's like, hey, yo, call me. I've got the guy. She's, he's at the police station. Never, never calls her back. Uh, she's sitting, it's, you know, comics very, it does well between, like, serious and also some funny moments. She's mm-hmm. in the police office, uh, detective office, and she's like, the detective's like, you know, frankly, the person who's alleging that this guy's stalking her isn't here. All I have is you beat this guy up, you drag him down here, do you even have a license? And she's like, well... Driver's license? I'm working on it. I, just, I haven't obtained the funds for my detective license yet. And the detective's like, I... I I can't deal with this right now. Like, what? Like, what is happening? Uh, so she's like, "Listen, like, uh, she she has to let the guy go." Uh, Kate Bishop, understandably upset, exits, and she's like, "You know, what the heck's going on?" Um, all the while, there's a flyer. Basically, it's got she she's found this flyer in the guy's bag. She she picked up. She she sees it all over town. It's it's organized like a club, basically, at the college, and it keeps popping up for her. Um, and what really finally sets her off is there is an attempt at like mugging in an alley with a bunch of dudes uh, jumping this one chick. She goes in, breaks up the fight, saves her. They also have that flyer, and she's like, "Okay, this is too coincidental." Um, this TCB flyer is like all over the place. Like something's going on with this. Like everywhere I turn, this pops up. Interesting, <laughs> right? Um, goes back to her apartment slash office. And the girl who lives across the hall from her is like, yo, what are you doing? Like, last issue, you parked in my parking space. This issue, you keep hitting up my girlfriend's phone. Like, I'm going to kill you. And she's like, what are, she's like, what are you talking about? And, uh, and she's like, yeah, you called Mika, my girlfriend, like 40 times. And then, you know, Kate Bishop's like, oh, oh, like, uh, you don't know where she is? Like, I don't know where she is? And then you start to realize, because we saw at the end of the last issue, someone, like, grabs me and throws her in the van. Abducted, yeah. Oh. yeah, so Kate Bishop thinks she has it figured out. Clearly she doesn't. Someone's taking the person who hired her. Also, did her, did Mika's girlfriend not find it weird that Kate Bishop busts through a door and aims a bow and arrow at her? Yeah, well, I mean, a little weird, right? But <laughs> She's also, I mean, I think it's established she kind of is, in the first episode. She's yeah. a very, like... Like sultry, kind of like no, but like like the sultry, damaged, like kind of really tough skin on the outside, not easily shocked, like uh, you know, she's like kind of tough as nails, possibly hiding yeah. a soft interior. But it's it's the kind of thing where if you were to kick in a door and point an arrow on her face, you would have a quip prepared yeah. versus like sure. being like showing surprise or showing fear. Oh, okay. Yep. And, All right. And in this issue wraps up. She uh, she's like, well. The only lead I have left is this organization. It's called Take Back Control, TBC. And the flyer keeps popping up. Every every time something bad happens, this flyer appears. Like, let me go to the meeting that's advertised tonight, see what happens. Uh, and she walks in. Everyone at the meeting's wearing these, like, masks. They kind of look mm-hmm. like Jason hockey masks, basically. Like Dr. Doom and mask. she's like, yeah, almost like a Dr. <laughs> Doom mask. And, and they're like... They're essentially, they're there, and they're not surprised that she shows up, and she's like, you know, she walks in, she's like, what the heck's going on? Yeah. And the issue ends with, like, the people, pers- she has to flee the meeting, the whole meeting chases her, and she, uh, she just runs away, basically. She's being chased by this whole group of people wearing these masks, um, and she doesn't want a gun down in the streets, so she just, like, kind of flees the yeah, as, yeah. They, as they chase her. Yep. So, uh, that's how it ends. Pretty... Okay. Pretty cool. I like. I, I enjoyed it. Um, carried on a lot of the stuff from issue one. Um, a little bit of mystery, detective work, which I liked. Uh, it's funny. Um, one of the more successful when you think about uh, doing the old gender swap with heroes. You got the female Thor. Yep. Uh, even swapping hero mantles in general, right? Like Sam Wilson as Captain America. Yeah. Um, I think this has been one of the more organic and and well done. Mantle transfers oh, because absolutely. she was involved absolutely. like right. in the whole Hawkeye world beforehand. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. They they laid the groundwork. They they did a fantastic Hawkeye run before. 
Um, she came in in like the second to last trade paperback, and they like introduced her slowly. Okay. So I, I think this is the example of how you can do that kind of thing right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it kind of came out of nowhere, but I am really liking uh, Hawkeye. And, and I would say so. A question I would ask, or a point I would I would make is, I think that one of the things that really drew me in in the first issue, because it, it's something that I feel like, and not necessarily in comics in general, but in kind of media or at least like general media netflix shows stuff like that um i feel like very often female characters can sometimes either be portrayed very in in a very polarizing way either is super weak and in need of being saving Mm -hmm. or really strong almost just for the sake of being strong with no kind of backing or purpose to it they're just very empowered characters and i think one of the things that really drew me into this is I thought they did an amazing job. This writer does an amazing job depicting this Kate Bishop's character. She's funny. Mm-hmm. She's got so much personality in the first couple pages. You immediately get a sense for her character. She's got flaws. She's kind of kind of immediately dealing with this thing. Like she tries to pick up the Hawkeye mantle. Everyone comes in. They're like, oh, I was looking for Clint Barton. And she's <laughs> yep. like, you know, there's like 20 people who are just like, oh, I don't want you. I want Clint Barton. Yep. She's like, oh, I'm just getting frustrated, you know. So she's like she's struggling. Like things aren't just handed to her. Like she's she's going through. It, it's really funny. She's you know generating these. You know she makes kind of these superficial looks at certain people. Like I, I kind of love the scenes where you see this big panel and then she's got like a targeting mode on different people. Yeah. And she's like hot professor type, like <laughs> actual target. Yeah, <laughs> like I yeah, I, that, that killed yeah. me at first time. I, like, I thought, yeah. uh, so I think one, one thing that's really been a driving force behind this comic for me, I think has made it a surprisingly strong pick, mm-hmm. has been an unbelievably fantastic representation of her as a character. Yeah, uh, it's, it's been very well done. Uh, it, it's a unique combo where you've got a great uh, story, Really good, really good writing for the characters, but also the art and, say, and the, the depiction oh, yeah, of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what caught my eye initially. The art for it is great, and and even like those little details where she goes into that targeting mode, that is like fantastic. Like yeah. it gives you exactly like exactly her thought process, but depicted through like the art style. It's it's very cool, um, very good stuff. Um, but yeah, I I kind of came out of nowhere but i am this is quickly becoming one of my favorite uh marvel titles out oh, there right now nice. yeah yeah definitely a strong comic yeah do you cool. feel like it sounds good all right yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess yeah. that that brings us to me for yeah. the uh final personal comic pick of the week and uh that would be uh deadpool duck Number one. No, here it is. You wouldn't tell us what your pick was, No, that's why I was hiding it back. I didn't want to spoil the surprise. I wanted that visceral reaction to be just joking, of course. It was terrible. I'm embarrassed I got it. it's quite visceral. Yeah, so oddly enough, I too picked uh a issue about an archer. Um something that I think has been strong. All throughout, and I think DC just in general had a really strong week this time. Yeah, around. oh, absolutely. I, I mentioned that a little earlier, but... And when, um, when you're talking art and story being, like, spot on together, yeah. like, I, I think this comic you're about to talk about... Yeah, yeah. It's quite... Which is Green Arrow. Yeah, so I, I went with for Green sure. Arrow for uh, a couple of reasons here. Uh, the art has held me since issue one, and it has stayed so constant, so great... Uh, he's, he's been going through a lot of stuff here. It's always been a really good story. I've enjoyed every issue. This in particular is kind of the culmination. He's come to the boiling point of the the arc that he's in right now where he's come back to Seattle. He's kind of setting up his base of operations. He's with Black Canary. He's got Diggle. He's lost kind of a, a, his normal life, so he's he's really living out the Arrow stuff right now. Queen Industries um, is still destroyed. Queen, Queen Industries is, I think, running, but it's it's being run by that kind of like that Inferno guy, that like finance guy that basically did all those underhanded deals. Yeah. Deal guy, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who's, who's like backing that mayor or whatever that guy's running for. Um and so we, we see Ali's recently come back to Seattle. He's been uh, trying to reintegrate himself into the scene, trying to do the hero thing. And <clears throat> there's been this kind of faceless threat 
not necessarily against him personally or directly, but which is really interesting, has been trying to turn Seattle against him because their their thought process being, well, Ali has lost all of Queen Industries. Yeah. Oliver Queen is effectively destroyed, leaving only the arrow, which means let's destroy the arrow as a public figure, and he's got nothing left. We don't even have to kill the man. We kill his identity. You got a real vendetta against Oliver Queen. They want Absolutely. To destroy him in all, all ways, shape, or form. So we've had, this, we've had this kind of unknown, faceless threat dogging him uh, in some really interesting ways. Basically, there's been a lot of mixed uh, reviews on Green Arrow coming back. You know, the typical... He's doing great work. He's, you know, he's a villain. He's a vigilante. Let's have the police lock him up. You know, there's there's a video that goes out where he's fighting a police officer because this guy rips a civilian, like, out of a car and starts, like, just getting really aggressive. And uh, so then there's a video of Green Arrow coming in and, like, beating up the cops. So there's, like, mixed reviews on that. But almost very Whoa. Luke Cage. Topical. Um, <laughs> by uh, by Luke Cage. Oh yeah, oh, it's a very, very Luke Cage uh, in in execution. Um, and, and so there's there's this archer that comes out that starts firing basically also green arrows yeah. into these people that are speaking against Green Arrow. So he makes it look like he's killing the people who are bad mouthing him. And uh, I think the issue prior to this ended with. Um, basically this one guy, super famous guy, as far as Seattle's concerned, like huge quarterback, um, Cy Sampson comes Russell out. Russell Wilson. <laughs> I think it's a football, No real interpretation of Russell Wilson was used in this issue, just to be clear. So, uh, they, they all basically come to the conclusion they're trying to stop this evil archer. They figure out he's going to try and gun this guy down because mm-hmm. he's the most famous person, like speaking against him. So, uh, Green Arrow shows up to this game. Guy gets gunned down. Like? Um, a dog in the streets. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the streets. Holy, so on the field. Oh, uh, well, in the streets, on the field. Yeah, Who mid, knows mid, anymore? Mid-game. He's gunned down. He <laughs> says, I think he says, hi, and collapses onto the field in a bloody... He it's, does, it's in yeah, the pre- he it's does. In the yeah. He becomes a meat bag. Um, Gross. So... Part of the reason I chose this is it's the reveal of who this has been. And so we have this huge, like, battle. It's kind of this – Black Canary has been a little undercover with the police force trying to figure some stuff out. So she's running. She's running around with, like, the captain of police. Um, (laughs) It isn't really funny, like – Briefly – as we should have a little bit of time, what is her undercover oh, disguise? Canary. Uh, yeah, Officer Canary. Uh, yeah, fresh, fresh out of the academy, um, is really trying to plead Green Arrow's case here. Um, but basically, a, a fight pops off on on this blimp, or, or basically in the public eye between these two archers. So it, it kind of comes out that there are more than one people, uh, like people involved in this thing and green arrow at one point leaps in front of the police chief because the evil archer's looking yeah. to gun him down and he takes like a dog form. in the streets like like well they're on <laughs> top of a yeah, blood once again yeah, but sure. two equally matched <laughs> archers more like that but you know um so he takes the hit for him uh which was really the only part of the issue that kind of irked me because he fires the arrow while Ollie's like basically standing right next yeah, to him. Yeah, that bugged me too. And then he he runs presumably as fast as the arrow is being shot <laughs> yeah. and gets there before the arrow gets to the... I don't For know, those of you playing the home yeah. game, Green Arrow doesn't have super speed. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... It's it's kind of uh it's kind of odd that he's able to outrace the arrow, but whatever, you know, it's not it's not a huge deal, but it was just kind of something I was like... How does this really make any sense? Well, maybe he... he's tapped into the speed force. No, right. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, okay. No, I, no, no. I honestly, I honestly, when that scene happened, he's talking about the way that he shoots his arrows and that, like, Kimiko, his, uh, is it, it's, it's like his half-sister or whatever, his actual sister, yep. yeah. uh, he's another archer, and she's much more calculated and takes aim and, you know, angles and Runs all sorts of stuff. angles, she shoots he's based on, like, far math. More, yeah, he's far more yeah. instinctive and shoot just when he feels. I thought this was going to be a moment where he 
like hits the arrow with another arrow. Like, yeah, I thought it was gonna be something like, like that. that. I, like, because um, that would have made way more sense I, I than didn't him, like realize, out running yeah. the arrow. I didn't realize it was gonna be crazier that he would beat the arrow to the target. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a little uh, crazy, but. Um, it, it got all the to job say, done. yeah, all to say, that, I, I think the idea behind that was he's supposed to be, like, instinctively, his his mode is protect this guy, so yeah. maybe, maybe it's just drawn a little weird where he's much closer, he's, like, a little more in between them than, than it really looks like. Yeah. Um, I'm reviewing the game but. tape. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I thought it was so cool, and this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, but it's revealed that... Um, you know, kind of as he's chasing this guy down, Ali says, uh, oh, my God, Tommy, yeah. uh, his, like, childhood best friend who becomes, uh, like, the Dark the Archer. Dark um, and this guy goes, you got the wrong Merlin, which is his last name, Tommy Merlin. And it's revealed to be Malcolm Merlin, uh, which is a huge, like, mucky muck assassin in the, from the League of Shadows. Um, Tommy's father, who's come back. I, I think from the dead. I think he's we're presumed that he's dead at this point. Yeah. And to to turn Seattle against Ali, which means huge things possibly. Like is is Raz Al Ghul moving against him with some sort of coordinated strike? Is is Malcolm Merlin working on his own? What's happening? I just thought it was a super cool reveal uh, for him to be the the guy that's kind of orchestrating this plot to to the downfall of the Arrow. Um, and it was a cool way to end up. He's kind of standing next to the police force, and we, we get the sense that he's kind of gathered Seattle back on his side, at least a little bit. The bow's broken. He ended up blocking the arrow with the bow. And yeah, like, yeah. It's it's really symbolic, and it's really, really awesome. I love this whole Emerald Outlaw storyline. Yeah, if you want to call it that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, just because, and I think you mentioned it earlier, like they've taken away... Queen Industries from Oliver, mm-hmm. and then they take away the Green Arrow from Oliver. They've effectively just taken everything that he holds dear, except for the one light, like his the Black Canary, um, who's with him, and you know, sort of saves his ass. On top I, of the I do like that they are sort back in, in tandem. Yes, I, I, yeah, I like the both of them. Cool. They're they're one I, of the I few it, couples to not have been like completely destroyed well, in the rebirth. Well, so especially, but even in the early issues, they mentioned that what. "Quote unquote," Doctor Manhattan has taken away from. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not been confirmed. Uh, in Titans, they actually the only they word they can that, gather yeah. from is, Kadabra is Manhattan. is Manhattan. How weird! And the next issue is made in Manhattan, so <laughs> I think we're we're safe <laughs> we're to not say. We're not talking about a J Lo movie. Yeah, well, I don't know. Oh, we man. could. I do like that, that's oh, yeah, the show. But, yeah, special <laughs> that's, segments. That's the comic stuff I love. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, That's so nice I, I think we can we can speculate at, at this point that yeah. Doctor Manhattan, huge plot point in the Watchmen that's tied into the DC universe, um, is, is kind of the orchestrator, the gland, the grand clockmaster behind this. Put him in the ground. Possibly, but I, I think he's the guy who's got hands on with what's going on in this rebirth, sure. how these years have been lost why these relationships have been taken. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty cool that almost immediately Arrow and Black Canary are, like, reforged. Yeah. Um, w- which I thought was really cool. Sure. Um, yeah, strong comic. Awesome. Really loved it. Loved the reveal of Malcolm Merlin. Uh, and I think with that, we can push to our winner of the week. Yeah. I reviewed the game tape. It was absolute bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he could have gotten it. Oh, that was our PG-13 yeah. rating. Oh, oh, we you son of a bitch. We were never going to make it. He was, off, he was off sides by a mile. Yeah. Yeah. There should have been a flag No, it's ridiculous. He's like in the panel. He's standing like behind Malcolm. No, Rowan. he was actually behind him. There Malcolm no Rowan, like stabs this guy in the heart. Ali runs, like reverses time. and like into the speed force. Yeah, that's the only thing that happens. Isn't that the DC cop out? No, 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 no. Only what? for Barry. Speed Only Force. for Barry. I, Only I for think Barry. that I think it's it's designed. I think it's just drawn a little weird, and you're supposed to assume that he's much closer to the police chief than it looks. Well, it didn't really seem like he was. But okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. With onto the onto the one thing we can all that, agree on. Yeah. Winner of the week. What undisputed is heavyweight is champion the of the world. Deadpool Duck number one. Okay. I vote against that. <laughs> In fact, I filibuster. <laughs> oh, well, I think you got to say more than I 
filibuster. Yeah, yeah, it's not like I declare bankruptcy. You Wars can't just say Wars. I declare bankruptcy. Like seven years ago, we um, picked uh, Unworthy Thor. I vote uh, for Unworthy Thor. Thor. Unworthy Thor, the undisputed heavyweight champion. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, I think it's only right. Now, I... Well, please, say your That, save, that link, you give us a little summary. If you can, I don't know that I can get the words. I don't know that I can get the words past this uh, raging. There's not enough blood on the links. Let's just put it that way, okay? So, so I think what speaks the absolute most, kind of, to why this comic is chosen as winner of the week, is I, I think we can all kind of agree that it's almost a little bit of a, a filler comic. Yes. Very there, much. Yeah, not, very much yeah. so. Not so much new happens. He's back in chains. He's breaking back out of them. And it's it's my favorite comic of the week. From yeah. point like, A to the end, almost nothing happens. I, yeah. Like, nothing, <laughs> nothing new happens. Nothing so we actually, right. we actually end up learning a, a lot of new stuff. Kind of, sure. There are a couple of new characters that are put into play. We um, learn a lot, but, right. but plot like physically not a lot. Physically, we don't gain yeah. any ground story wise. Right. Right. Um, we're we're really back at the same kind of end. We end issue three where we end issue two, more or less. More or less. Yeah. Um, and I think when you can craft a more or less filler episode and have it be as strong as this mm-hmm. is, as funny as this is. Yep. As emotional, as action-packed, as amazing as this is, it's if you can create a filler episode that I want to read again, yep. the chances are you're Jason it, Aaron. Yeah, chances <laughs> are, yeah, you're Jason Aaron on Thor. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that's, and that's and what you're, it you're an undisputed god king yeah. of comic book writing. Yep. Uh, but so, and we're talking about not a whole lot happens, you know, not a whole lot of story kind of gets progressed. But to be fair, we're introduced to. Or, or two more characters are introduced in immediately. Proxima Midnight mm-hmm. and uh, a- another one of Thanos' kind of main yep. uh, horsemen rolls in with our hooded figure, who we, we also learn a little bit more about. We do. And I think that kind of that speaks to, you know, we, we don't get, really gain any traction in this issue, but we actually do end up learning a lot almost as if by mistake. The hooded figure, we gain a little knowledge about kind of what he does from a power source. There's this scene where a ship's kind of floating in. Everyone's like, oh, we haven't heard from this guy. Uh, It's possible like a space shark ate everyone again. (laughs) Like, you're cleaning it up this time. You know, a couple of laughs, a couple of jokes. Hooded figure rolls out. Everyone's immediately murked by kind of these spiky black tendrils. Did anybody else have flashbacks? Yeah. (laughs) To my childhood? <laughs> <laughs> no, to the uh, to gore. Yeah, I mean, well, immediately I, so, I thought about gore. Yeah. Well, we're also getting just gore is showing up. He's a consistent figure. He himself he is, is depicted in this issue as well. Yeah. With another kind of Thor dream state, um, and, and I think we touched on this in the last episode, but that civil war kind of possible future with Loki wielding. What kind of looked like the Gore Blade, I think, really is pushing me towards Gore is Gore is that guy in the in the hood. Yeah, but, yeah, me too. Or Loki though. Could be either. I feel like the counter would be Loki because he's like, I don't yeah. want the Prince I, of Asgard to I see me like this. I just like... see, but so I brought up because Andrew brought up that point the last time yeah. we had this conversation, and I made the counterpoint that I don't think he would have used that nomenclature. He called him I don't think son of Odin. Yeah, he calls him like yeah. it's Odin's very. Son. He would have said like, I don't want my brother to see me like yeah. this. He wouldn't have said like true. Yeah, like it using, just seems so. Yeah. It seems like so formal using, for someone that would be using his, the god like nomenclature with, with Gore being obsessed with. Gods, gods in general. Yeah, they call him sense. the Odin son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's any significance that they use the black and white text that they use for gore all through gods. Yeah, which are no, it, And it yes. could also, to, to be fair, it could also just be misleading. Like, obviously, right. we're sure. being it's a red very heavily led in the direction of gore right. as this character. Sure. At least in, in my opinion, yeah. I think we were all in agreement there. So it could very well, I mean, he could unmask and have nothing to do with gore. Okay. And it could all just it's be Deadpool like, Duck. Yeah, it could be <laughs> Deadpool Duck on stilts, I guess. It, yeah. it could be, I mean... <laughs> Deadpool Duck, you think he could be? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a show. It's in the Marvel He's got a teleporter. Let me yeah. tell you how Deadpool Duck happens. There's a little teleporting mishap, 
and Deadpool fuses with Howard Duck. I assume. Who I, until Deadpool Duck, I did not realize was a Marvel this character. Will be the no, I, <laughs> any mention of this character. Uh, um, it. I'm gonna get. You gotta know, Jason Aaron's writing this. Mm-hmm. He wrote God Butcher. Like he's 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 the, the creator he of gore. gore. So and, yeah, and that almost feels like such a a huge character yes. that it'd be crazy not to. Bring. He's the perfect maestro yeah. to reintroduce gore to right. the world of Thor. And right. What a what a test um, for the unworthy Thor than the God. Butcher. Yeah, then the right. guy who has been saying the whole time that, that he's unworthy. that all gods yeah. are unworthy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, his, his whole struggle with being unworthy is what if Gore is right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the question he continuously asks himself. I think in every issue now, yeah. Gore shows up and says, worlds would be better without yep. gods. Yep. Do we think that's what Fury whispered? I think it has something to do. I think he leaned in and whispered Cyclops was right. Which really, <laughs> that really shows <laughs> yeah, he whispered Cyclops was right. I think, I think he yeah. leaned in. I think he grabbed Thor by ear and he said, he whispered a couple of sweet nothings and he said, Cyclops was right. <laughs> what, uh, what was he right about when he killed Xavier in cold blood? Uh, oh, maybe. Wow. I don't even know. I just know that Cyclops was right. Death to inhumans. Death to inhumans, yes. So we got this whole, I mean, obviously there's so much speculation that goes beyond uh, this hooded figure, even down to who's writing the comic. Yeah. Um, but we're also, not necessarily introduced, but we're shown Proxima Midnight, and I don't know if you're Black able Swan. to find Black Swan, um, foot soldiers of Thanos out here to grab the the hammer, the hammer that everyone's trying to get, that from, only the worthy Thor the can ultimate wield. Universe. The it, ultimate universe, yeah. Thor, the Mjolnir from the ultimate universe. Yeah. yeah, so basically what ends up happening originally is these guys roll in, they're, they're being led by the hooded figure because he can sense the, the power of the hammer, which I think actually could be a point in favor of Loki because does Gore have the ability to sense? I mean, I guess he can track, because he could track gods originally. To be the honest, blade, I don't even remember how he did I, that. I feel like the could. blade led him to God somehow. Yeah. Okay. He could find them, because he was going from world to world, being led by the blade to yeah. kill the next god. Because it, it yeah. would make sense that Loki could detect a weapon of Asgard. Sure, sure. But then you have to consider the fact that they end up at, they're, they're drawn to Thor and Beta Ray yeah. by Beta Ray Bill's hammer, and would Loki have known the difference? But also, you got to consider their their mode of escape or transport was them being teleported by some sort of magic that the hooded figure initiates. True. Yeah. Not, to, not again. Not not to point it at th- back at Loki, true. but some wielder yeah, of magic. Ind- right? Indisputable speculation there. Yeah. I think it, it it's also I think it does a really great job. We're we're drawn very heavily in in two directions. Mm-hmm. And even though we really want to say, like, oh, it's it's definitely Gore, look at all this evidence, or it's definitely Loki, look at all this evidence, there's so much evidence in every direction. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the perfect way to just make this guy a totally unknown yep. figure. Well, this this is... Uh, Marvel does it well. I, I, I love, like, they drop that scene in Civil War Two. Like, they just drop that, like, throw away, like, one page... Of Thor, of Thor fighting Loki yep, yeah. with with the blade. Yep. And it is. Went to the next thing. Yep. But it was enough. Seemingly enough. inconsequential. Right. You know, followed like uh came right after yep. a scene where like you got like dinosaurs yep. fighting robots. Yep. It was just, it's all seemingly like kind of tossed oh, because in it was just a possible nonsense. Future. Right. It was right, a right. possible future. It's just but... a panel in a sea of yep. like ten, yeah. some kind of just yep. clearly nonsensical. Some kind of cool. This one that's like a kind of like a little bit touching on something that we know a little yep. bit about going on right now. Yeah. But like when you just think about the the scope, like say say what you will about I guess Bendis is about because he is the lead kind of architect right now of the Marvel universe. He has so. hands in everything. I feel like. Yeah, well, he yeah, Ben like, he has his hands on everything, but he is tasked with the architecture of the Marvel universe, like at large. At yeah, large, yeah. yeah. Even the stuff he's not writing. He's got influence on because like stuff has to line up. He structures sure. direction, yeah. overall right. schemes. And, and when and when you really think of it at that level, like this is if this is what's happening, where that was in there, like if this is all connected, like that's years of like. Marvel's work. always been so yeah. good at yeah. that. They will they will pull back from issues from yeah 
a year ago, six months ago, two years ago, and only the people that have been following it for like issue right. to issue have been like, oh shit, I remember this. Right. Yeah. And it, it's cool because you, you always you always bring yeah. up the one I'd love for you to touch on because I, I love your sure. story, but where the. Um, and I don't remember, you have to help me out, but you always talk about this, right? I think they got the, the panel and they have like the. The guy's planning out like the next three years, and you basically sure. realize that all these things have actually happened in the Marvel universe through comics. Yeah. So oh, yeah. for uh, it was back in oh God, back when I was in college, when they real they the first like they relaunched Avengers for like I don't know it was their relaunch of Avengers, and like the the second or third issue in the main flagship Avengers title, Kane the Conqueror shows up. Mm. Uh, and, and like, he's there, he's time traveling, they go to the future, and they find essentially this, like, ludicrous, like, almost, like, string theory style, like, map of, like, oh, all yeah. these different, like, events, and, like, it's, it's on a splash page, but, like, you can look, like, really, you almost have to go in with, like, a magnifying glass and, like, look at this map they've drawn out, mm. but there's, like, mention of, like, specific phrases that turn into, like, Marvel events for, like years to come uh, like i'm pretty sure like you look in there and there's like an offshoot that says like age of x which like turns into like a x-men event in like yeah six months later that's crazy. and there's like age of ultron there's like infinities in there and like you can actually pull up that page and look and and like bendis essentially mapped out his plan for like marvel for the next like four years and he like mapped it out like exactly what was going to happen. Which you also see in their cinematic universe, too. Yeah, no, yep. that's, that's something so they've always been good with. so much planning so far. Yep. So, much tie, so many tie-ins. Stingers are fantastic. Yeah. Um, to, to bring us back around to the comic, so yep. Thor's kind of like in this almost a Groundhog Day-esque experience where he's being, he's, he's captured by the Collector. He's being locked up in chains. Yep. He breaks out. He's trying to get to the ultimate hammer, which he's learned there's a second hammer because... Um, Jane Foster has got his Mjolnir and is wielding kind of the traditional Thor hammer, um, which he is now unworthy yeah. for. So he's trying to get the ultimate hammer. Which I like um, a lot better. It's oh, so yeah, it's much cooler. It's like a two-handed like a, hand. It's like a... Mess. It's a huge freaking you battle. Like I, think, I, think, I think it's cool. Don't, Are you don't freaking kidding? Do not mute his mic. What's my mic as well? So I'm muted. I'll take the hit. I'll take this a solo show. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I think it's very, very cool. But there's something about just like the simplicity, the, like the traditional... I don't know what they call it. Earth 1, Earth 0, whatever they call this Earth. Uh... The Marvel 616 Marvel universe. Marvel 616 yeah, yeah. universe, thank you. Uh, it's not easy to remember. Mjolnir? Well, that's no, pretty no, easy to remember. remember. <laughs> no, yeah. the, that, just that traditional hammer that's just... Ah, well, you know, what I think is, is funny, is an interesting point, is th- there will always be a charm to the original Mjolnir. Sure. Like, if for ne- for the yeah. rest of, like, canonical Thor stories here on out, if he's wielding this larger hammer, like, how does he fly? Like, how does he spin it? That's still always been in, like, just, just random like, debate. It's like, does yeah. he swing it and well, hang on to so, the momentum? So, like. so if you, you consider Mjolnir, you hold, like, traditionally, I think the understanding is he holds the, the rope at the end. He spins it, he throws it, he's still holding it, he flies. Like, whatever, physics be damned. <laughs> um, but this thing is literally, like, as big as he is. How's he going to spin? Like, if he yeah. spins it, it's going to hit the fucking ground. Like, he's not going to be able to spin yeah. it. Yeah. Like, unless he spins it, like, he whips it over his head. Is it like that he's, big, though? I thought it's, it was, I thought it was, pretty I thought it was similar big, to, like, man. Beta Ray Bill. No, oh, no, no. It's, it's like, if it's you look at the scenes of the Ultimate Thor wielding it, oh, it is he's gigantic. always it's holding it with two hands. It's a massive hammer. You have to. It's two hands. Yeah, it's, sure. yeah, it's pretty he, I mean, the only way, I, I guess, is he swings it over his head like he's a free can can I take can I take a moment to tell you my favorite part please yeah yeah go for it <laughs> early on Thor's bro- early on in the comic he's broken out again trying to get the hammer yeah. and, and <laughs> oh, the collector too yeah, yeah. Oh, and the collector is like you knew exactly what he was yeah saying. the yeah. collector is like he's broken out again oh like, yeah put him back in chains and his lackeys are like he was in chains, and they're like, and the collector's like, put him in more chains, and they're like, we put him in more chains. We put him in more chains last time. And the collector's like, put him in all the chains. No, no, it, was just, it was just some general or whatever, but yeah, that's got The general so- says, put him in more, put him in all the chains. All the chains. Yeah. And then you see him just rip, and he like, just rips out. like a double yeah. rat. What, what I love, if we want to touch on my favorite yeah. part, though, I actually have kind of two that, that really drew me in, yeah. is when he breaks out. 
And Beta Ray kind of shows up and he's like, hey, I finally found my hammer. Like, it broke out. Yeah. And Thor just is like, he's like, hammer? And he flies at Beta Ray. And <laughs> yeah, starts he goes like, nuts. He starts like going nuts. And Beta Ray's like, holy. The Berserker's Rage. Totally cucked. And he's like, Oh, he's the like, Berserker's Rage by Wolverine. Yeah, no, 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 he's no, like no, the no. Warriors. <laughs> it's literally, it's like an un... He's like the Warriors. He's like the greatest warrior sin to be overcome by the Berserker Fury or whatever. The sin unpardonable. Yeah. Deemed, by, deemed so by his yeah. father. Yeah. The Berserker's <laughs> Rage. Warrior's Madness. It, yeah. Immediately then pardoned by Beta Ray Billy. He's like, hey, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, <don't> worry. <laughs> In typical bro fashion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm shocked they didn't just do a total bro high five like yeah. Hal and Kyle Rayner. But, um, so, that I thought was super cool. And then the other thing I really, really loved was when uh, kind of the other scene with Proxima Midnight and Black Swan oh, show up with the Collector right kind of on the battleground with the hammer. They're saying Thanos wants it, Collector wants it, because they know that they could just take whole worlds. Like, if they're wielding this power, they can do whatever. And basically, like, a huge... This is, like, when Thor's breaking out, when he's kind of gotten rid of his thing. He's he's gained, like, a hellhound companion. Beta is there. He's got his goat back out. Like, he's squatted, he squatted up, he's ready to go, he's ready to roll. Fresh haircut. And, oh, Fink, like, cuts his hair, he looks like he's, he's ready to cruise, and a lightning strike, They're like, all, like elsewhere, kind of yeah. meanwhile kind of thing, a lightning strike hits the hammer, like, the battleground is, like, shattered, and everyone's like, what the heck just happened? And the Collector calmly is like, he just broke out again, and the hammer knows it. And I was <laughs> like, oh, gotta get him! Uh can't wait for issue four. Um, uh, it's just been blown away. Yeah. I, I, Jason Aarons has made me one of the biggest Thor fans yeah. uh, ever through his works. It's, it's not without it's, saying that I did not like Thor before Jason Aaron took over the uh, the writing. Yeah. And now I, I can't get enough of it. I, I, yeah. It's... it's Unimaginable what this yeah. guy does with Thor. I, I yeah, am it's blown very, away he, by the story at every turn. He, he's quickly becoming the kind of writer who, when he inevitably moves on from like when he goes on to do something else, like I, I'm gonna pick it. He's up. got like the Midas touch type. Yeah, thing. like I'm yeah. gonna pick up whatever yeah. he does next because I just like I respect what he's done with Thor. Yeah, so much. for sure. Worthy himself Absolutely. to wield the hammer. Yeah. Jason Aaron's hats off to you. Hats off. I had a toast. Oh, toast. Toast, toast, all toast to Toast to <laughs> Jason. Toast all around. Yeah. Well, that blue. Yeah, toast mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, you mate. Take you, off. That's you not take Canadian. off, mate. Take yeah. off, you hoes. Yeah. yeah, take off, matey. No, you guys literally just told him to fuck off. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that brings us to our uh, next section. The uh, last part of the first segment. Wow, that's also well, second segment. Sorry, uh, the only segment I think. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's only. No, we <laughs> had our first segment. Was our first episode? You banana boats. Oh yeah, I uh, guess right, every fine, episode fine, is fine. a segment. You yeah. called it the only segment. Uh, listen, at that time, it was the only Christ. segment. It was the only thing in existence. Fair point. Fair point. Uh, okay. Uh, what's coming out next week? A little bit of speculation and anticipation. Yeah. We're gonna do rapid fire reading of the list. And then we're just going to grab a handful, say what we think is going to happen, what we're anticipating, and uh, we'll roll. All right, this is my time to shine. Yeah, let's, let's, I'm hear ready, let's hear I'm it. ready. I'm ready. For Marvel, next week we have All New Wolverine, number 16. We have Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, number mm. 3. Mm. Anticipating. Cap- yep, Captain America, Steve Rogers, number 9. Daredevil, 15. Deadpool, 24. Doctor Strange, Punisher Magic Bullets, number two. Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, number four. Great Lake Avengers, number four. Guardians of the Galaxy, 16. IVX, number two. Inhumans vs. X-Men. Jessica Jones, number four. Marvel Universe, Guardians of the Galaxy, 16. Mighty Thor, 15. Miss Marvel, 14. Occupy Avengers, number three. Power Man and Iron Fist number twelve, Rocket Raccoon number two, Silk number sixteen, Spider Man, Spider Man Deadpool, Totally Awesome Hawk, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Uncanny Avengers, Uncanny X Men. For DC, you've got Action Comics, All Star Batman, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, Deathstroke, Detective Comics, Flash, 
Gotham Academy second semester, mm. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, <laughs> Justice League of Again? America, Vixen <laughs> Rebirth, Justice League Power Rangers, oh, what? Oh, baby! Justice League Suicide Squad, New Superman, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superwoman, Titans, and Wonder Woman. All right, Andrew, why don't you give us uh, what you're what you're thinking on the Marvel end? I'll jump in yep. where I see fit. Oh God, anticipation. Couple big contenders. Spider-Man Renew Your Vows number three. Absolutely. Gonna be great. Love uh, it so far. IBX number two. Obviously. Oh, my God. oh are be you awesome. freaking kidding I cannot me? wait. This Huey said one moment saying that X-Men has not had a good story in yeah. like forever. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And the zero issue of this hit the ground running. Had me in <laughs> yep. the throes of passion. Yep. I was uh, I was beside myself. Spider-Man number twelve, hard pass. It is no uh Clone Conspiracy tie-in? Uh, well, it, I don't know. It might Whether be. Not Either way, hard pass. There's <laughs> some weird stuff with Gwen Stacy going on in that issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain, oh, Mar- oh, oh, Captain America, Hail Hydra, Steve Rogers. Uh, probably going to be good. I think out of that list, though, I mean, it's IVX. Yeah, in Humans vs. X Men. Oh, two. absolutely. If you had to pick up uh, one, thing, will yeah, very absolutely. possibly also be winner of the week next week. We'll yeah, we'll Spider Man Renew Your Vows looks very strong, but IVX is probably going to yeah. be awesome. Well, so. it's it's got to go against All Star Batman number six. Well, so there there are there are two things I'd like to mention in the Marvel universe yeah, that I, I'm super excited for. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man Deadpool number thirteen sure. has been has had some filler comics. I mean, here and there, almost as many as they've had actual story driven. Is comics. Deadpool never not filler? Well, no, that's, absolutely that's not. Very, I think that's very fair. Very proven by Howard the Duck, <laughs> Deadpool <laughs> crossover. Um, but I gotta tell you, this is one of my guilty pleasures going on right now. <laughs> Cable, Deadpool, favorite comic of all time. Definitely this Christmas thing is. right here. <laughs> um, like sometimes they tell a story and it's got nothing to do with anything, and I'm laughing my ass off the entire time. Like this last issue, they spent with Santa howling around. At one point, they cut Santa's finger off. It's like I, 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 I yeah. can't, even, I can't even speak to it. And surprisingly, loved issue one. Was on the fence about this when I read the name, but Doctor Strange, Punisher, Magic Bullets. Doctor Strange Punisher crossover, really, really strong issue one. That cover was awesome. Uh, yeah, really, <laughs> really cool. Uh, which I think, Ari, I'd love to hear what your your take on DC is going to be. I think we're all pretty excited for All Star Batman next week. Uh, yeah. They just wrapped up that big Two Face arc, and I think they're probably moving on to Mister Freeze, I guess. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, it's been great so far. Yeah, Flash hasn't let me down so far, which I'm really excited for. I don't like that it's effectively coming a, becoming a Flash and Kid Flash comic, but absolutely, it is I, don't like yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like that either. I'm against. That. I assume they'll kill him off this issue. Uh, no, no, because <laughs> he's a member of the Teen Titans, so he's here to stay. Uh, I I want him to uh, just get. I I really want them to just. Push him Focus. to either the Teen Titans or, or give him his own comic, like yeah. which I will not. He does I think Doctor Manhattan will take care. Of <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I just I, I like I feel like like I've had enough already. It's the Flash. He like but if he's you got really a now. It's like his Robin again. If like, you really want him, give him his own freaking comic. Welcome like, to Mars, Kid Flash. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, you can't breathe? Uh, All according to plan. Link, I know you'll share the excitement on Hal Jordan and Green Lantern Corps. How is that coming out again? No, it's a bi-weekly. Oh, well, there but you go. Also, you also had to remember December was a five-issue month, a five okay, sure, month, so they sure, had a lot sure. of stuff coming out. They got to make up for Green Lantern. How dare you ask how I it's coming out? Or even be upset about I it. I never look a gift horse in the mouth. Hey, if it yeah. came out every week, I would praise sure, it. Again, sure, right? sure, 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 sure. Uh, Justice League for Power Rangers. I'm the only one probably excited about this one. You know what? So uh, I I would say yes. That's true. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Is <laughs> Watchmen plus the DC well, Universe. Watchmen and Doctor Manhattan has re re landscaped the DC Universe. He said he can't Justice the Mars and he's got a crossover with Power Rangers. Did you forget about? And they won't kill Kid Flash. Oh, they will. They will. Damn it. <laughs> Did you forget about the Green Lantern and Star Trek crossover they currently have? <laughs> like, there's a whole lot of crazy. Green Lantern's also got a crossover yeah. with Planet of the Apes coming up. Oh, I yeah, totally 
this happen. What the yeah. Fred Flintstone's gonna show up at look, some point. Yeah. Look, you run into some weird shit in space. That's ben Affleck is Batman? Uh, who the hell runs DC, a monkey? <laughs> well, Jeff Johns, but like, he's doing a better job yeah, now. Basically a monkey? Anyway, Red Hood and the Outlaws I've really enjoyed. I think uh, it's, yeah, it's really, really actually fun. been a strong comic so far. Uh, Titans is probably the only comic that's really sticking to the... Uh, the Watchmen stuff, right? The Rebirth. Yeah, right, the right, actual yeah. Rebirth story. Yeah. Um, you gotta pull it. Yeah, those are those are really what I'm looking forward to for uh, DC. Agree. I uh, I Batgirl and the Birds of Prey has actually been okay. Really? Okay. I was yeah. to be honest, I was pulling it to begin with, and I was I was excited for it as a comic. Hey, I'm still I'm still reading stay it. With it. Still, I, it's been I, strong. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens I, in uh, issue six. I do like how they handle Batgirl though. She seems very like. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of how you guys talk about Hawkeye. Yeah, no, yeah, very similar. She's, a, like she's a very well-written yep. character. I, I love when they they balance the strengths with flaws. Yes, yep. it's not yeah. it's not just wanton strengths or consuming flaws. Because you feel like if they're too strong, they're compensating for the fact that she. They're trying to feel like, oh, well, let's get everybody over the fact that she's a woman by making her super strong. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. Supergirl. But she's got. Eh, okay, I'm not gonna even begin. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is enough. This is gonna get cut and post already. I can yeah, tell. I can tell. Yeah. Uh, all right. Should well, we do the uh, outro? I I think that quite possibly with the end of our uh, expectations for next week brings us to the outro. Does everyone know the uh, the week's catchphrase? Gentlemen, I think we should uh, I don't think start. The week's I think we should uh, start a ritual of clinking glasses at the end. Yeah, it's been an honor. Yes. Though I barely remember your names at this sure, point. Sure, sure, yep. Yeah. As uh, do I. <sighs> you want to count us down? Three, two, one, catchphrase? I think that's the only way we do it. Yeah. Ever, period. All right, yeah. here Hearts, we go. Hard full stop. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This is the Astonishing Alcoholics, a new kind of AA. Some would argue a better kind of AA. <laughs> Most wouldn't. But, well, some. I mean, uh, we would, I think. Yeah, yeah but right, yeah, right. I think. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Certainly, Labatt is not currently covering uh, Harambe Studios. But, uh, yeah. Count us out. Back, back to what we were saying, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Thank you. My God. If you've suffered through this entire thing, you uh, have patience <laughs> unbeknownst to the likes of man. Uh, we will now count down to our outro. Three, two, one. Green Panthers light. I will you with the <laughs> 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 <laughs>